When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on in! I'm Lainey. And I'm Lorabeth. And we are Steel Magnolias. Two sisters who love family, traditions, and all things Southern. We've got plenty of room at our table, so pull up a chair. cheer wine around this time. I think it's because I, it's red. Well, I think I love that holiday punch. I made some this weekend for a get together. So that must be it. I wonder if the fizz is going to come through on the recording that we're doing right know, now. I don't know, but I think it's partially because it's red. Because, I mean, that just looks like Christmas in a glass. It does. When you garnish this, though, with the with punch, some cranberries. with cranberries. So I cute. Mean, I started to garnish it, actually, with some um, pineapple slices. Because it has the punch yeah. recipe calls for okay. unsweetened pineapple juice, but but cranberries are holiday. Um, my husband doesn't like pineapple juice either, and that would only remind him that, that I it's put in there. pineapple juice oh in there. Oh my goodness, so, he's a trip. I know, I know. Finicky eater. I know. Um, okay, so we are ready to talk about what <gasps> we did as our little sneaky initiative over the weekend. So we were thinking earlier this year about how we wanted to celebrate our one year anniversary of this podcast. We've been doing this for a year. I know. I'm so proud. And weekly too, not monthly. I know. Weekly. So yeah, and y'all, we're not even close to getting through the list of topics, so buckle oh, up. Oh, Lord, no. So, anyway, so, you know, we were thinking about what do we want to do, and we kept thinking about all these different, like, Southern products we loved, hospitality, hosting, entertaining, and so we were That's like, such our heart, all of those things. What if we kind of approached some different Southern companies, Southern brands, Southern products, and asked them, hey, you know, we're going to send some packages out to some of our listeners at random, and we're going to, you know, give you some credit for participating. But would you want to participate? Would you enjoy getting to know some people that love Southern culture? And we got some good responses. Yes. So, you want to tell everybody what we did over the weekend? Well, we picked, well, I so wanted every single person to get one of these packages. Yeah. Every single listener, I wanted to get one. But, um... We only had a limited number of things that were donated, and then we were paying out of pocket to send 
them all out. Yes. So with those two things in mind, we couldn't send them to everybody. So we had to randomly just grab. Yes. So those of you that have like left your mailing address on our email sign up, we randomly selected picked from those. Yeah. So those, those people that we had mailing addresses for, we we picked twenty five of y'all. And you've gotten your packages now that we hope will get you inspired and ready for the holidays. So I did want to give a really big thank you to White Lily Flower. They sent us product. Um, Homestead Finds, which has been named as the South's Chutney. They've made several Southern Living lists. They supplied a um, green tomato Tomato chutney. chutney. And even gave us recipes for a grilled cheese that you can use it Yum. on, which looked wonderful. We, we wanted to keep some of that for ourselves. Yes, we didn't even keep any. <laughs> we sent it all out. Um, Ideals <laughs> Magazine, which is celebrating their 75th anniversary this year of that publication. 1944. They, yes, they do a um, an Easter and a Christmas magazine. They're actually based here in Nashville and... That includes all sorts of poems and just beautiful recipes and just sweet stories. Yeah. Essays, different things. Yeah. Yeah. And Hester and Cook, which we have described them today or on previous episodes as their beautiful paper products that they have for hosting and entertaining and tableware. Is that what you would say? That's a perfect way to say it. Yeah. So they participated by giving us some cards. Yes, they gave us Beautiful some greeting cards. cards. And um, yeah, we even stuck in a little She Reads Truth 8 oh, by 10 yeah. from their Advent series of just beautiful sayings and hand scripted um, so pretty handwriting so so if you did get one of the boxes we hope that will inspire you to invite somebody to your table yes for the holidays um and if you didn't we love you we equally (laughs) and we would encourage you too if you are not on our mailing list i will put the link to join in our show notes because you just never Never know know what we're gonna do what we might be up to we probably will not save all of our um sweet giftings for the holidays but that's what we were able to do this year and i hope we just continue to grow with the influence to be able to do more and more because that's our heart we like to to give give yeah yeah so that was fun fun. love it love it love it hope you guys enjoyed your packages i would love to see any pictures anybody of something you do with one of your items or something would love to they were sealed as well that was laney's idea with this beautiful wax seal that said Merry <laughs> Christmas. So a couple people did let me know that that was a special thing. Oh, good. In their package. So, you um, know, I've said we're, we're old fashioned and those wax seals are so pretty. They are. They're gorgeous. Yeah. So I've, I have a set and I forget about it from, of course, given to me by you. <laughs> I just love stuff like that. And um, it does. It adds so much. So, um, can we talk about Dolly Parton's America podcast? <gasps> yes, let's do. Okay, so this released October 15th. Okay. Not even, well, I guess right at a month ago. And there's five episodes that are out, but that's only if you count the first one as like a trailer. Yeah, so yeah. So really four full-blown episodes. episodes. And there's going to be eight or nine? I think nine. Okay. Yeah. Total. And it comes out weekly. Okay, maybe Tuesdays? I don't know. I think that's right. Okay. So, I listened to... So, listen to ours, and if you still have time, yeah. listen to this. Yeah, priorities. <laughs> um, I listened to all of them in the last 72 hours. Okay. So, everything's pretty fresh on my mind. Although, 
um, it well, give me grace because I've listened I know, slowly. But I will say this: it jumps around a lot mm-hmm. um, because it's not just an interview with Dolly. Right. In fact, I would love to know how much actual interview they got. Or they the, got because yeah, it could be just a couple of hours, and then he was able to stretch it. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Because it's you know sometimes just him talking this host. Yes. Sometimes he's talking to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So So the interesting piece to even to begin with is the guy that's interviewing her is a Tennessean, but he is Lebanese in his family ancestry. Uh His dad was born in Lebanon and his dad is a doctor. And at some point in Dolly's life crossed paths with Dolly, like as her caregiver. Right. Friended her. Became friends. Um, and so that was the connect that right. this host had. Because I was like, Who, what? What's how did happening? he get time yeah. with Dolly? Yeah. And how do we? That's you know? true. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was thinking that it would have been conducted by somebody on Music Row. Yeah. Or some, you know, one of her previous colleagues, you know. That's um, what made this kind of interesting. Is I would, And how old do you think this guy is? He sounds young. No, he's probably in his 40s. Okay. I saw a picture of him. In fact, there was also an interview. Well, it's funny because what you think is young changes. I would have said he's young, meaning he was like 30s. So That's I'm not that so off. true. I just had okay. this conversation the other day with somebody <laughs> of when does it change? When do you like there's his picture right there. So when. Oh, yeah. He's older he's than I He's in his expected. 40s, right? Okay. Um, well, I remember when. Dad turned 50. Yes. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, he's 50? Like he's so old. Further into his life than, mm-hmm. like he's got less to live most likely than he already has lived. Right. Oh my gosh, he's so old. Well, yeah. doesn't seem so old now yeah. that I'm approaching that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's true. So yeah, however you take 40s, <laughs> that's about how old I'm guessing him to be. Yeah. So, you know, again, just about halfway through what's going to be released. And they have talked everything from songwriting to her upbringing in Tennessee, which she talks about a lot in life. Um, Dollywood is discussed yeah. a lot. Her theme park in East Tennessee, Sevierville. Her diverse fan base. Um, so anyway, what are there things that struck you that stood out to you? Because I had... A few things that I was just like, I need to rewind that and hear that again. So much stands out to me. Um, I actually had noticed the diverse fan base already before the listening to the podcast. Because yeah. I've been to a show. You've been to her show. I know some of people that would say they love her. Right. And it, they are all very diverse. That's so funny. So that's just something I personally had already noticed. Yeah. Couldn't really tell you the why of it, but I just had noticed it. Yeah. Right. Um, and I have my own reasons as to the why. I yeah. think that the, there's the why piece of that. But um, the things that have stood out to me on the podcast so far, some are things I already had noticed and some things aren't. Mm-hmm. Like the episode of the first or the title of the first episode, and I mean full-blown episode, right. not the trailer, has to do with some of the content in some of the songs yeah. of bluegrass nature. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. I've never thought about ballads of, like, Appalachia mm-hmm. containing murders, yeah. containing 
um, just deep betrayals, um, women that had to give up their children, like just horrific things, very horrific things, horrific things. Yes. Um, so that was interesting. Yeah. Um, and then another thing that stood out to me significantly so far in this podcast is just how, um, well, I don't want to, is it okay? To, I don't want to give too much away, but okay. When, spoiler alert. So, you know, fast forward three minutes if you don't want to hear this next part while we finish talking about this. So the guy interviewing starts talking about his dad yes. in Lebanon. This was the most interesting thing to me too. And how we're such sisters. We are sisters. Well, we have some of the same upbringing. Right. You know, I mean, I, I was around longer than you or before you, so yeah. not everything's the same. But um, I think it's fascinating that her home that she grew up in and was she was very poor in this, you know, smoky yeah. mountains of Tennessee translates for him in a very similar upbringing, even though he's in Lebanon. Yes. Right? Yes. So, um, I just find all of that piece fascinating. It doesn't matter if you're in Tennessee or Lebanon, poverty looks similar. It does. No matter where you live. Yeah. If you're in China, if you're in Israel. living, right? (laughs) Um, Unpopulated areas are unpopulated areas. Yeah. So the landscape may look different or similar, but the the sense of vast openness is the same. Yeah. I just so our family is also from this East same Tennessee. area. Yeah. Um very and close. our mom grew up very much like Dolly in the sense of the poverty level, just not the number of children. There are so many things that Dolly says in the way that she says that. And, I and think you're like, that's mom. That's how mom would answer that. Yep. Very short, sweet. I'm going to shut that down. We're going to, we'll talk more about that in just a second. But, um, yeah, they talked about in that same episode where the music of Dolly was described as immigrant mm-hmm. music. I thought it was so fascinating. And I was like, what? Immigrant music? And I'm quoting them now. Talking about the human story being about migration and the movement of people. It's about one group moving from A to B. And in that, they, they affect and they themselves are also affected. So who came through? Where did they come from? So they're talking about music being kind of a backdrop that draws from where somebody just came from and now where they're moving to and they're bringing that into the area. Yeah. But they're also now affecting their new areas by sharing their stories and their experience and literally even bringing their instruments from that place. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it reminded me of actually that statement, a lot of what we feel like our role is on this podcast. Yeah. Because we wanted to remind people of the good of the South and our traditions and our culture and heritage, but it's because we hope it gets passed on right. despite Preserving. large migration right. that's happening in the area. Yeah. So anyway, um, I loved that. The, my favorite of those episodes, I think was the one, was it called Tennessee Mountain Trance? Yeah. Such that a good episode. That one is number three and then Neon Moss number so four is where too. they talk a little bit about about that the migration. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Both of those were so good to me. Yeah. So, um, 
And what's funny, too, is they describe the podcast as, um, like, Dolly's, a, a view of Dolly's shaping of America mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But really, it is the hosts trying to dissect the inner working of Dolly, and then it's his guests and him seeing how Dolly shaped America. Dolly never says she shaped America. Oh, gosh, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she would never take that credit. She would never think that she had that sort of influence. Oh, one other piece that I want to mention that I think is so powerful is I knew a good bit about her relationship with Porter Wagner. Okay, yeah, that so, one was wild. So, but what I was blown away by was, I, I knew that even in her writing the song, I Will Always Love You, was kind of her, um, I would maybe say salute to him. Yes. Of like, you did so much for me, but yes. now it's time for me to move on. Yeah. Kind of a thing, yeah. but I'll always love you. It was the ultimate two-week notice, basically. <laughs> right? Exactly. That's right. I'm leaving. I honor you, but yes, I'm leaving. But I am leaving. Yes. What I didn't realize was um, how much forgiveness Whew, to a level that was astounding that she gave him. Um, and you just need to listen to it yes. if you want the full yeah. story. But it's astounding. Um, yeah. And I just thought, wow, that is a powerful example of forgiveness and being able to bless somebody. Yeah, in a supernatural way. In a supernatural it's way. It's not in us to be able to be that kind on our own strength That's or right. might. or. So it was yeah. testimonial to yeah. me. I've known that there's a huge power in forgiving somebody, but that was kind of next level. That is so good. So good. So. Well, yeah, I would, I'd recommend it. I don't know where it's going to go from here. Yeah. It's, it's you, yet to be released, but it's, it's been interesting. Yeah. And um, certainly something we wanted to mention here since she's such a a Tennessean and always points back to her roots here. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's ever, she talks about her roots probably more than anyone I see in the public eye. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely what steered her to, you know, to what she is today. And she knew from such a young age that she wanted to be a superstar. I know. But yet, she would say she had a very, very happy childhood, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. It, that it shaped who she was. Yeah, so, so, so good. Good. Um, okay, so then there's also been this other um, celebrity talking about her roots and bringing up some faith. Oh, that, a new Southerner. Yes, a new Southerner. <laughs> Did I say a Southerner already? No, you okay. didn't. A celebrity. She's a, you said celebrity, but she's a new Southerner. She's new to she the South. Not. Talk about migration. She has mm-hmm. come to us um, via New York, and that would be Kathy Lee Gifford, who lives literally down the street now, yeah, which is so bizarre. Yeah, like a mile from me. So, But she's been really outspoken this week on some projects she's been here working on, and she's a new resident. She so. went back to the Today Show to see Hoda and yes. kind of, you know, just banter with them a little bit about her new life. They look like they're really sweet friends. Yes. Yeah. But very different now very, that she's here. Yeah. I mean, two two totally different worlds they're living in. So I went back to watch it. I didn't actually watch it as it was happening on okay. the Today Show, but I went back and watched it. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was really interesting. I didn't see that. I just saw an article in 
our newspaper, the Tennessean. Okay. That she shared on how much kindness that's what she here. Yeah. She was just really vocal about the faith that's here in this community. And um, she literally was saying, it's so different. Like, I loved one thing she said. She said, I literally can hear church bells yes. ringing, which I can hear yeah. them from here, too. Yeah. She said, I can hear church bells ringing and birds singing. It's so different. And she said, if I do hear a siren, it's not because somebody's been murdered. It's somebody that's in need of some kind of help. But Interesting. And I thought, wow, that's what she was used to thinking yeah. when she heard a siren. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know. Yeah. In the article in the Tennessean, she was sharing that she's in these, um, like, sort of really luxurious condos. Yeah. They call them brownstones. And um, she's she's moved in one, but I guess there was another one that's larger with a better setup that she, I don't know if she realized it after she'd moved in or when she... Well, I wondered if she thought, I'll get this smaller one because this is just going to be one of my homes. I okay. don't know. But yeah. that was kind of what I was thinking is. Yeah. And then she was like, no, I want to be here all the time. I need a bigger one. Yeah. It could be. She's like sort of sinking in and starting to settle yeah. in. Yeah. Well... So she apparently fell in love with a neighbor home that she could even see all the time. Because, like I said, these are like brownstones where they're they're connected. And anyway, they probably, all, I think they share a like sure. courtyard. Yeah. yeah. The beautiful fountain. I mean, they're, they're gorgeous. <laughs> and so she um, had noticed that. And then many months go by. She's only had one ex- friendly exchange with the person that lives there. And... Um, I guess come to find out many, many months later. Did she share this on the Today Show? Not the part I saw, but I may not have seen the whole okay. thing. Many, many months later, um, she had already let a real estate agent know, like, looking for something bigger. And he knew she wanted that other brownstone. So he took her to a couple of places, and she's like, "This, I, don't, I hope I'm getting the story right. This isn't, no. He said, we have one more to look at, and it was that <gasps> one. And she said, it's for sale? Because this had been months, like maybe almost a year. Okay. That she had really decided that was where she wanted to move to. And um, she had let the neighbor know, too. Okay. If you ever decide to sell that, please let me know know, because I want it. Okay. They didn't let her know. I thought that was funny. But when she arrived to see the place, they said, the Lord told us we're supposed to sell this to you. (gasps) She's like, that doesn't happen in Brooklyn, (laughs) y'all. Like... Does not happen. Wow. So anyway, wow. Um, so faith is definitely. Did they want a smaller one? They could have just kind of done an exchange, <laughs> brownstone swap <laughs> on the next HGTV. <laughs> That's right. Um, so anyway, I guess I don't know if she's moved in yet or when all of that occurred, but she's still here in Franklin, and she's apparently Loving just thriving. It. That's so interesting. Which doesn't surprise me at all. Like when I found out she was moving here, I think I even said to you and some others. Well, you knew that she had a real strong faith. Right. And then I read her book, I forget the title, it's something along the lines of The Rock, The Road, and The Rabbi, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I was, like, blown away by her knowledge of Hebrew and Israel and the importance of Israel, and I had no idea she was... You know, that in-depth right. in her faith and everything. So, yeah. anyway, I'm not surprised that she likes it here either, but I guess I am a little surprised just, you know, she comes from that, like, Connecticut, New York money. Yeah, it and is so different. It's very different. Yeah. 
Well, and she was super outspoken. I don't know if you remember this. The morning that news broke that Billy Graham had died. Yes. She I like forgot about brought that. it she on did. the Today Show. And she that was did. where the news was breaking. So it's not like she had a lot of time to prepare. Mm-hmm. It was overflow. It was totally overflow. Yeah. I was like, this is what she thinks about, knows, studies. Um, Interesting. And so anyway, so I, but I do remember saying, she's going to love it here. I think she's going to really be surprised how awesome the South is. And I forget Franklin. that she was also a songwriter and all of that. Like, yeah. I guess I forget that she like was. 16 albums is what it said. Unbelievable. She's done before. So, but yeah, she, it was interesting because she said every job I've left as a host, people keep saying, you're leaving your dream job. And she's she like, maybe it's your dream. dream job. This yeah. isn't my dream. I never wanted to be a talk show host. <laughs> it's funny how we fall into stuff sometimes, though. Fall into stuff and how people assume that it's that that's what we want. Yeah, that's that's what we've been working for. Yeah. So, um, anyway, well, it'll well, be interesting to see when her future. Kathy holds. Lee, we're glad you're here. She's been here a couple of years, I guess, already. Time flies, but she just left that show seven months ago. So oh, okay. if she was here before that, it was part-time. It was then. Okay. Okay. You're right. Um, what else you got? Well, finally, I just wanted to bring up something that kind of tickles me. I know you're into Marie Kondo now. Well, I'm just reading the... I'm just listening to the audiobook. Okay, so I... But I'm into it. I have not studied it or seen it. It's, is it a Netflix show? Too? There is a Netflix series, which I haven't watched. Okay. Um, but I would almost say that I've heard about her so much that when somebody say, says I'm like Marie Kondoing or I, uh-huh. like, I understand that it means like I'm organizing, I'm cleaning out, I'm, I'm minimalizing. I think I'm, she whatever. uses the word tidying, but tidying. Okay. okay. So I totally get what it means. And I'm big supporter of, yeah get rid of stuff if you don't need it. But I just thought it was funny because I did also run into you at the church rummage sale and I was like, I, I thought you were Marie Kondoing. <laughs> what are you doing with that Christmas plate in your hand? I had one plate in my hand. That's all I bought. And it was literally to take cookies to my new next door neighbor. I have another new next door neighbor. Okay. Well, that's fair. So that was the only it was to give away. But I did think it was funny because you're I mean, like, what? I, I thought like, you were into this. Do you not have another Christmas play to And your house technically, already? I haven't started. So, <laughs> it's like but a diet. I'll start on Monday. Actually, I say that if you went in my room right now, I've already started. But I haven't officially like done it. So there's an order and everything, and so, this is like big deal. Well, it is. I'm proud of you for doing this or for moving this direction. I'll say that. But she wants you to do it all in a succinct amount of time, right? Yes. In fact, and she says that if you do it the right way, you don't rebound. Oh. Now, you said you're listening to an audio book of this. I am. So there's a library and a Netflix, I guess. Okay. The Netflix series. Because I did look at it, look at it, but I haven't watched it. It's just her in, I believe, four or five different homes. Like, she goes in. So, you're just watching the process with these people. Okay. It's not her saying... Oh, I see. The actual method. Though, I guess you're getting to see it in action. But it's probably better if you already know the method that you can be like, oh, I see what she's doing there. I guess. Yeah. I don't really know because yeah. I haven't watched it. Yeah. But the book is good in the sense of um, giving you kind of the why. 
Sure. Yeah. In fact, she actually has you start with answering a couple of questions. Okay. I didn't write this down because okay. I didn't know we were going to talk about I it. Know. But well, um, I've just been chatty today. <laughs> this, is, this is a different episode for it's us. It's kind of fun. People get we're to just, hear our just banter on topics. Yeah, just shooting it. But she basically has you answer a couple of questions on what is your ideal life. Like, in, okay. meaning you're a, in your home. Like, what, what That's a big question. does it look like? Yeah. And then, because you do have to have a visual to get somewhere. Yeah. Right? That's true. So if I have a visual of what I want my house to look like, I'm going to be more likely to get it there than if I'm just like... Right, if you're like, whatever. And I'm holding an item wondering if I'm going to keep it. Right. I'm probably keeping it if I don't have that goal in sight of more floor showing. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you've got to have that visual. Okay. And it's not just what you want it to look like, but it's even like she wants you thinking through what life looks like. Like she gives an example of this woman saying, I want to come home from work, uh-huh. run a bath, light a candle. Like she's literally got this like okay. idea of what it looks like okay. when I come home from work. Yeah. So with that, she was able to set her bathroom up with what she would want kind of on the ready. Not that I got to dig out a candle. This is amazing. And I've got to, yeah. you know, like it's going to be ready yeah. for what I want it to look like. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing I would say is okay. she has some questions okay. for you to literally think through before you touch one item. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then pre-work. She wants you to do it all at once, okay. meaning um, there there is categories. Okay. But you're going to, like, agree that you're going to do this thing. Not like, okay. I, I'm going to do my bedroom, and then someday I'll get to the living room. Okay. And someday I'll get to the right. attic. It's like... You're either doing it or you're, you're not. You're in or out. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and so when you agree that you're doing it, that's why I was saying I haven't started, really. Yeah. Because this is going to be kind of an undertaking. It's not like I can do it between massages. Right. I mean, this is, yeah. you know, because I'm a massage therapist. That's why I said that. If, <laughs> if somebody's listening for the that first so time, they're funny. probably like, between what? Massages. Between massages? What are you doing? It's not like I can do it between facials. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've got appointments, y'all. Um, so that was weird that I said it that way. But anyhow, sorry, you guys. Um <laughs> So here's the categories that okay. she does. First, you do clothing. Okay. That's All a big clothing. one, especially for us women. And she was saying, you know, if you're a family of four. Oh, it's everybody's it's clothing. It's everybody's clothing. This is not. Oh, gosh. You know. Okay. And I'm not going to get into all of that because she was saying, like, each person needs their own space and et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going into all that. If you want to do it, you need to read the book. But I'm just a single person. So for me, but she did say you bring all clothing out to one place. That is crazy to think about. So what for me, I have clothing currently in one, two, three, four, five different places. Okay. Now... Just so people know, you do live in a historic home that has some pretty small closets. They're small, so I do so need... So that's not five walk-in closets. Oh, Lord, I just no. want to make sure people yeah. realize, like, you do have a lot of clothing. We all do, but... But actually, I don't have what right. would be considered a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. But I just meant, like, I do have a few, like, um, bride... <laughs> I have a closet of bridesmaids' dresses. Stop it. 
Oh, no. Like, that kind of stuff is in right. a further away closet. Yeah. And yeah. then in the upstairs, I have one little section of coats that I hardly ever wear. Right. And then some even, like, like a cheerleading jacket. Like, things like that right. that are, like, kind of special. Special, but... So special that I haven't touched them in like 15 years. (laughs) And so anyway, I would have to bring, I have to bring all clothing because it does make sense that you need to look at everything because if I'm just like dealing with one closet at a time, I may hold on to more than. I get it. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, and, and I was also thinking, I've also got some like different toboggans and scarves and stuff I rarely wear. Yeah. No, it all has to come out. You know? Yeah. So you deal with all your clothing. And what she says is you have to... You're making me want to do this, and I don't want to do this. (laughs) Dang it. You're the one who brought this up. I thought it was funny because I saw you at the rubbish sale. Well, (laughs) weren't you impressed I only had one item in hand? Yes. But um, her funny thing that she has you you have to hold each item and she asked does it bring joy does it bring you joy is the whole yeah gist of her if you're like and she again i can't go into everything but she'll say like not should it bring me joy because it was a gift yeah or like does it or not yeah y'all my favorite moment of today so far was this beautiful sweater poncho that Lainey's wearing. I saw her as we were walking into church and I was like, that's pretty. She's like, I'm trying to see if it sparks joy. I haven't worn it in so long and I thought I'm going to actually wear it and see if it does. Is it sparking joy? It kind of is, but I'm also seeing, I think the problem why I haven't worn it much is I don't have a good thing to wear under it. Oh, okay. And so... Do That's I probably why you... I don't know. Yeah. I'm still on the fence on that one. It's pretty, but, but I'm not the one to make that decision. I do so. have a funny story to tell about Does It Spark Joy. <laughs> I have a friend um, named Susan. I have several friends named Susan. I'm going to leave the last name off because okay. I don't want to embarrass her. But you'll know the one. She has yes. a lot, a lot, a lot of beautiful things. Yes. But way too many. <laughs> <laughs> so I... Saw her this week, and I'm all into the Marie Kondo thing. So I asked her, have you ever heard of Marie Kondo? And she said no. And I said, oh, she's this cute little Japanese um, lady, and she does, like, organizing and tidying. And she goes, oh, is she the does it bring you joy person? (laughs) And I said, yes. And she goes, oh, I just couldn't do it. I mean, I'm like, yes, it brings me joy. Yes, it brings me joy. Yes, it brings me joy. (laughs) She is. And that is so who she is. She gets so excited about stuff. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm getting off topic. The the categories, you do all your clothing. Okay. Then you do all your books. Okay. Which for me will be as big of a feat as the clothing. That's true. All your paper. Oh, okay. Paper is all paper. All paper in the house. All paper. All Warranties. Oh my god! Credit card statements. All. What kind of time frame does she think this takes people? Is this like use your two weeks of vacation? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. And when I say that you have to do it all at one time, what I really mean is category too. Like you could do all clothing over a weekend, maybe. Okay. 
And then, well, I'm saying you could do it this way. She may not think this is good. But I think you could do all clothing over a weekend. And then another time do all books. And then, but with that, always keeping that goal in mind. Yeah. You know, I wish I had it already complete before the holidays. Because I think it would be my best Christmas ever. Wow. If I had already done this. It's still going to be my best Christmas ever. That's right. So I'm going to choose that. that. We're sparking our own joy. (laughs) (laughs) But I I really do mean that. Like, I think I would have had less to go through, Mm -hmm. and it would make it Mm -hmm. a lot more fun. Anyway, you do all your paper. That's fascinating to listen to her talk about, because she's like, you're not going to need all those warranties you're keeping. If you do, you can find it on the computer. It's true. Yeah. (laughs) So... Then the fourth category is what she calls kimono. She is Japanese and kimono, not kimono like right. the not the dress, the, but yeah. K O M O N O just means miscellaneous. Oh, okay. So my guess is and I can't remember what all she said falls under that, but it's everything that's not clothing, books, paper. Okay. So um, we're sitting in your kitchen, so I'm sure kitchen yes, supplies yes, is exactly all of on that. The, that. Yeah. Um Bedding. Yeah. Um, you know, like she was even saying, if you're keeping bedding for when guests come and mm-hmm. it's been in a bin for 10 years and you've not used it, it's not even, you wouldn't even want your guests exactly. to be sleeping yeah. on that yeah. now. So why are you keeping it? Yeah. You know, things like so that. Good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, wow. And then the very last category is the sentimental items okay. because she said it is, you know, the hardest. Yes. As far, and so you're already getting close to that. Mm-hmm. Things looking so much better mm-hmm. that it'll be a little easier. Okay. Um, that makes sense too. Totally makes sense. I think there is a lot. She just asks a lot of good questions mm-hmm. along like the it. way. And then she does... Um, one thing I would say, I do agree that there is like a spiritual element to cleaning and getting rid of things. For sure. But I do think we see it differently, spiritually differently. Yeah. But, um. You and Marie, not me and you. Yeah. 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 Um, but two things that she says, if you're having a hard time getting rid of something, like, you know, it's not sparking joy. Yeah. But you feel like you should hold it yeah. in. Like, hold oh, on but to- I have to keep that. Yeah. She says that that comes from an attachment to the past or a fear of the future. Snap. Whoa. Hey. (laughs) And that neither one is good. Like, it's holding you back from possibilities. Wow. Even in new relationships or in a new job. That's huge. So, this, I mean, it kind of reminds me of that show Hoarding that has been already done but i do think like these are psychological sort of moments that yeah and really do it really gets you thinking of like like i started thinking of i do have a lot of things from my childhood even that i've held on to like i mentioned a cheerleading jacket i think that was the first thing i ever had that had my name on it oh cool and it was like an identity thing i had never had anything like that something like embroidered or printed with your name on it i don't think i ever had anything that had my name on it like that and i also was part of a like chosen yeah. group and all yeah. of that. And so I think that's why I've held on to it. Cause, but why, I mean, I'm, that's amazing that you're even able to name that. That's what it is though. Well, a I got thinking people, about it this week of why have I kept that? Yeah. And also where do you donate it? I mean, it's right. like, is there anyone that's cheering now? That's named Lainey? L-A-I-N-I-E. Yeah. Lainey. 
So just things like that where it's like, okay, it's time to let that go. Because what yes. if... Yeah. yeah. So um, she has a particular way of folding clothes and all that. So it is kind of a... Of what you are keeping. She's got what even you do a way to organize So it. that you can see it all and yeah. enjoy it. Because if it's... Yeah. You're, you're only supposed to keep things that like you love looking at and yeah. that really are celebrating your what yeah. your life is or yes. what you want it to be. And yeah. So I had a lot to say about that. that I didn't even know we were going to talk well, about it. I thought you would because I knew you were just starting <laughs> to get into it. Yeah. I could just tell it was that even the concept was sparking joy. Yeah, it so. is. Because I, I, I'm really looking at things like, you know, all I have literally bins and bins and bins of books. Yeah, you do. And I've been going, is it just so I feel smart? Because I've read most of them. Right. Or is it, I don't know yeah. what that is. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, I do love books, but that doesn't mean that I don't love books if I don't own a bunch of them. Yeah. I have a library card. And, well, I have, and we're like, in an interesting place where you and I grew up in a more... Um, less electronic generation Mm -hmm. and we are we are on that cusp of Mm -hmm. people that you know are more used to physical goods whether that be books photographs etc yeah to now having more devices that we do know how to operate Mm -hmm. you know we're not nursing home age yeah but you know so getting from reminding ourselves i guess is what i'm trying to say that Okay, so if I got rid of that book and I really did want to read it again, I can get it. That's right. And she even says that if, if, like this is again one of those things where spiritually I don't know how much I agree with all of this part. But she says like if you're supposed to read it at a certain time, you're going to have it. Like, okay, yeah. Like that book that you loved 20 years ago was for then. It's yes. not for now. And if it's meant for you to... Readdress it, then that opportunity will present itself. Right, via you having a library, you can get it through, or Kindle, you can and read it. She said, "I have so many clients that have like so many books that they're going to read." Yeah, I am not kidding when I tell y'all I probably have at least thirty. Thirty books on your list, at least to read. No, not on my list. In my bedroom. Oh my gosh, Lainey. I'm not kidding, and I really do have intention. 30 at least y'all I'm like rubbing my head and like she is she has stressed face right now at least so that is I really need to get to this but is the one that I need for December 2019 I will have it like and I don't need all those other ones I stress if my southern living sits on my coffee table for a week and I haven't cracked it yet I definitely are we related are we related (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! What an episode! Oh, Libby's getting excited. I know too. she's she scratching. Sorry, y'all. Libby's been at our feet this whole time. So good, so good. Girl. The little Springer Spaniel. If y'all, if y'all don't know who Libby is, it's not a child. That's right. <laughs> it's a dog. Oh, and here's the funny. Well, funny, not so funny. So she basically, long story short, broke my coat rack Libby. today. Literally okay. today, she knocked it over. It broke. But here's how Marie Kondo I am right now. It, I pick it up out of the floor, and I'm at first frustrated because it's broken. And then I notice how the natural light is coming through the window where it was. And I was like, oh, I don't think I want it coat rack there. She's I can get my closet help. clean enough to just have the coats in there. 
Wow. And I don't want a coat rack. I want that light to come through. So we're just knocking she's it out on, over she's here. She's on board with Marie Kondo. <laughs> what a sweet girl. Oh, that's fun. I like I that. Did. I do. I'm I'm not going to say I'm going to try it, but I'm, oh, de- um, I'm definitely going to be watching to see how yours goes. Well, you don't know that I'm going to need your help on a couple oh, okay. of things. <laughs> I'm about to get you involved. No. Okay. The paper part of yeah. getting rid of some of the paper, I know that my massage business needs to go more electronic with oh. the paper, and I can't get rid of the paper until I do that. So, gotcha. um, so we're like having a scan scanning party. No, I don't have to scan it all, but I do need to reset up some things to just gotcha. be electronic and have people redo it, gotcha. like their intake forms and all that. So, fun time. So that's what it's like to sit at the table with Lainey and I when we're we just shooting just the breeze. Shoot the breeze. Chatting we about. always have tons to talk about. Lainey literally keeps a list of things she needs to talk with me about. Questions so, about. Yes. Um, that is a snapshot of what it looks like to just chat with us. Did we just table. do a whole episode we did. <laughs> of just fun catch-up? Yes, we did. That's our catch-up. I love today. that. I know. Hope y'all had fun. And um, we will be back here next week with more Southern cultural topics and probably a little bit more sprinklings of Christmas. So yes. Fun. We're getting into the season. All right. Y'all have a good week, and we will see you here next time. Bye. Find easy ways to store your outdoor tools and accessories at Menards. Suncast provides high quality and easy to assemble storage. Suncast storage sheds are the perfect solution for organizing and protecting your outdoor tools and equipment. Plus, their all-weather construction is low maintenance. Explore all our outdoor storage options in-store and on Menards.com. And check out more of our great deals going on now at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.